Hustle culture is dead. Long live hustle culture. Okay, I lied. It's still around. We're still constantly busy trying to handle everything. Work, obligations, and whatnot. And we keep forgetting to take care of ourselves. How do we get ourselves out of this cycle of bull****? In this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, we bring on guest Ash Burnside to discuss how to manage burnout in a culture that encourages constant grinding. Ash shares unconventional ways to recover from burnout and prevent it from happening again. Do you know what the two types of burnout are? You will after you've listened to this episode. Tune in to learn valuable strategies for managing burnout and finding balance in your life. It's time to get your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair, and get ready for this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, Practical and Spiritual Approaches to Overcoming Burnout, a conversation with Ash Burnside. You're listening to Spiritual AF Sundays, created and hosted by The Mystic Geek. If you're looking to explore intriguing questions about the meaning of life and our place in the universe, then you're in the right spot. We dive into topics often discussed as sound bites on social media and take a deeper look, whether it's woo topics like astrology and mysticism, or seemingly mundane matters like technology and politics, we cover it all. We explore our own thoughts and beliefs, talk to experts, and uncover hidden meanings. These fascinating areas of exploration can help us question ourselves and better understand our world. Ready to grow and explore in your spiritual journey? We're glad you can join us. It's time to start your week off by being spiritual AF. And welcome back, listeners. I have Ash Burnside with us to talk about how to manage burnout when culture just keeps wanting us to keep grinding and grinding on. (laughs) Glad to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Ash. The name of my company is Healing Hustle Co. And basically, I am a coach that helps people to use seasons of burnout, use seasons of chaos and change as a launch pad for a new season of alignment. So really use those things to come back to yourself and listen to the invitations to refine yourself in those seasons of just absolute madness. And so I do. I talk a lot about burnout and some unconventional ways in which to meet yourself again and to recover from that and prevent it from happening again. We'll definitely try to touch on the unconventional ways on that. Let's start with the beginning, because some people might not be fully aware of the concept. How would you define burnout? I'll start with the conventional one, because that's like what everyone thinks about, right? There's the active burnout, in which your cortisol is just like always spiked. You're running on adrenaline. Survival mode is fueling everything. Like you're getting things done, but it's definitely at the detriment to yourself. And again, it's because, oh my gosh, I got to get it done. Like the anxiety is fueling everything. So that's the first part of burnout. The second part of burnout is done. There's nothing left. The survival has run out. And now this is just like complete apathy. And so from a physiological standpoint, this is where you're going to see all of your hormones are going to really tank. And then all of the other processes in your body is also going to be really out of balance. Burnout can be you have a complete inability to relax at the end of the day. It can also be like depression. It can also be like really high anxiety. Those are all like different types of burnout. But when I describe burnout, is energetically burnout is when you get crowded out from your own life. Everything else has stacked up and now there's no space for you to just be you and do the things that you actually like to do, the things that fuel you and fill your cup. No room for that anymore. That's burnout. 
Yeah, I think people forget that second part of burnout exists on there. That burnout is not just the you're running on fumes. It is you're not able to enjoy things because your calendar's full of everyone else's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What other things can contribute to burnout? Ooh. So there's really two things that I see as like the source of burnout. And that is either depletion. And this happens because there's just too much on your plate. There's too much. It's not humanly possible. There's going to be too many responsibilities, too many hats that you're wearing, and like all of the above. The other reason that I see, and this one is sneakier because it's harder to be honest with ourselves to say this is the culprit. This one's misalignment. We get burnt out because you're doing all of the things that you don't actually want to do. They are out of alignment with who you are as a person, either where you see yourself or where you would like to see yourself the track that you want to be on, the path that you want to be on, your own values and like what is valuable to you or what is completely not in a value for you, but yet that's where you're putting your time. So this misalignment can also cause burnout. That's definitely tough, especially in this day and age where we feel like we have to adapt to everything. Yeah, totally. And then all of a sudden you realize you're doing the things you don't want to do and you're like frustrated because there's no way out of it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It feels like everything almost has to crash at that point in order for it to work back out. Yeah. When we started, you talked about seasons of burnout. Now, is that the stages of burnout we talked about earlier or is that something else? I talk about a spiral of life almost. So realizing that nothing is linear. Nothing. Like we talk about healing is not linear, but I want to even zoom out for that nothing. Absolutely nothing about life is linear. And so even seeing this is not necessarily stages of burnout, but just stages of life. Is that No matter what is going on, even if you've planned to have the most peaceful life ever, things shift and change. There's some circumstances and external forces that we just can't control. So there's going to be seasons of intensity in your life. And that doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It's just sometimes that's the hand that we're dealt. If we are not mindful about it, if we are not intentional about our approach to that, then yeah, that season of intensity can become a season of burnout. And so that's where I see that we can shift and flow in and out of these types of seasons and spirals. Obviously, this is something we are not built for. No. Our bodies go into various crises. You've mentioned cortisol being one of them, adrenaline burnout. There's a lot of different things. How can we walk back on that? What sort of things can we do, either conventional or unconventional, that can help us get out of burnout? Yeah. So I like to take up and talk about the energetic space. To me, the energetic space is this really beautiful mashup of almost like psycho-spiritual So understanding that psychology bleeds so much into spirituality and then vice versa, spirituality bleeds so much into psychology. And so what can we glean from that when we're learning about burnout? And so really taking it from an energetic point of view. So the first thing that I would tell anybody, if you are in a state of overwhelm, even if you don't know if it could categorize as burnout, if you're feeling some type of way, I always tell people to start with what I call the burnout protocols. And so this is take 10 minutes and you're going to do two different things in this 10 minute break that you're going to give yourself. In the first 10 minutes, or the first thing you're going to do, you're going to do one thing for your body and then you're going to do one thing for your mind. The one thing for your body is going to be very simple, like restful even. You can set a timer and go horizontal for 10 minutes. You don't have to nap. You can if you want to. It's 10 minutes. Look out the window at birds for 10 minutes. Light a candle. Watch a candle for 10 minutes. Like The idea is that you're doing something so simple. Sip water for 10 minutes. Eat a light snack for 10 minutes. Light stretching. The idea is that We're not doing very rigorous things. This truly is a space of rest. 
Uh, and then vice versa, on the mind side of it, you're doing nothing. Do nothing. Do absolutely nothing. This isn't a time for guided meditations. It's not a time for like self-hypnosis or going over your observations list. Like none of those things. You're literally just letting your brain just breathe for 10 minutes. And the point of this is twofold. One is to actually give yourself some rest because again, one of the reasons why burnout can happen is just this depletion. There's so much on your plate. There's so much taking up space that we just legitimately need some time to just breathe. The other part of it is the space part. This is tiny doses reaffirming to yourself that it is safe to take up space in your life 10 minutes at a time. So 10 minutes, no matter what is going on in your life, it's accessible to start with 10 minutes. And so that's what I say. Start with 10 minutes. The idea here is that you would slowly ramp up to doing this 10-minute break three times a day. You have one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and then one in the evening. So you're slowly reaffirming to yourself, like, it's safe for me to take up space. I'm taking these 10-minute breaks. I'm taking these 10-minute breaks for me. I'm able to rest as a way to just come back to yourself. So obviously, you can add to this practice. But this is where I tell everyone to start here. It's the easiest way to start. Got it. So 10 minutes of doing nothing, not even opening up Candy Crush? Nope, nothing. No Candy Crush? Oh my God. This isn't to say that all of these things are bad. Like you can scroll, you can play Candy Crush, you can do whatever the things are that you love to do on your phone, but not during your 10 minute break. And that's because when we go into our phone, we do go into a hypnosis state. And this hypnosis state typically is numbing us out and it's distracting us. And so in this time, you want to be very purposeful, very intentional in taking up space for you. You don't want to be numbed out during this time. You don't want to be hypnotized away from what is happening. You want to be able to intentionally say to yourself and reaffirm to yourself, like, I am taking this 10 minutes for me. So that is to say that a lot of people, when they start this, are wildly uncomfortable starting with the 10 minutes of doing nothing because we are so wired and we have been for so long to like, I got to be productive. I got to do this thing. Or I want to do this. It's easy to reach for the things. Even the things that we do to unwind are still things. It's almost a meditative practice, like a foundational practice of being okay with nothing and affirming once again to yourself, like, it's okay to do nothing. That's something a lot of us have been trained against. It's like the whole need to be productive, the need to do yeah. something, or like the call of arms of everything's going on in the world, you have to do something or be aware of it. We also need to be in our own space. Absolutely. That sounds like more, more along the lines of like conventional type of ways of dealing with burnout. How about some unconventional ways? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I actually love to use astrology as a way to come back to yourself and a way to mark the passage of time. Burnout not only completely severs your connection to your sense of self, to your sense of like worthiness, but it really makes the passage of time almost panic inducing because it's like, you're never getting enough done. You're never getting as far as you need to get. Like you always just feel buried. And so the passage of time actually feels very scary where it's like 10 days could go by and maybe you are so like disassociated and numbed out for those 10 days that you come back around. You're like, oh my God, I spent 10 days and I still didn't get that thing done. Now we're going through another anxiety spiral. What we need to do then is find a different way to mark time, a different way that is going to allow us to slow down, allow us to be really intentional and just give us some like natural reflection points. I love astrology because it literally does this. I follow the seasons and this is what I invite everyone else to do. I invite my clients, my community, and I invite your listeners to do this as well. Is to just pay attention. The one thing that most people start with is just like the lunar calendar, just following the moon. It can be a little hard to get started with knowing all 12 of the zodiac. That's a little much. If you're into that, awesome. Me too. Let's do it. But 
it's easier to start with the moon and just seeing like, where's the moon at right now? What phase is it? Just start there. What phase is it? Just start noticing what phase the moon is in. Even to this day, I still do new moon and then full moon. They're two weeks apart. And so even oh, if yeah. I didn't lose track of time, it's easy to be like, oh, we just had a full moon. Oh, okay. It's been two weeks. That's awesome. Same thing. The other, it's been two weeks. Awesome. We're having a new moon now. Amazing. And just starting to pay attention to those. And there's really simple reflective intentions that you can do for each of those. New moon is like setting intentions. And by intentions, I don't mean you're setting goals for yourself. You're not setting, by this time, I'm going to get this thing done. Slow down. Let's <laughs> just back up for a second. This is a space for you to almost say out loud, what are the things that you actually want for you? And this doesn't have to be something that you achieve. This is really something I want to hit home for people. Like, this is not about achievement. It's just about being. Like, what do you want to be? What is your intention for being? And just set the intention for the next two weeks. When you check in and it's a full moon, what do you want to be able to say? That's the intention that you set for yourself. And then a full moon is a time of reflection. I'm just looking back, like, how has this last two weeks been? And how has this last whole month been since the last full moon? Just getting into this like two week, four week rhythm can do so much for just helping you to come back to yourself. Again, with these like very intentional, but very simple prompts. Now you have this like almost self-managed installed system of time that is a lot less pressurizing. It's not expecting anything of you. You don't have any due dates associated with this. It's literally just a time for you to reflect and be intentional. And it's a really great reflection of just that the moon goes through phases and so do all of us. As much as I say that like nothing is linear, the moon is such a beautiful example of this because like the moon isn't either. It's going in phases. It's going in seasons. It's got this cycle to it. It's just a really nice reflection that like as humans, we also have phases. We also have cycles. We're not meant to be on all the time. We're not meant to be super productive all of the time. We're not machines. We are animals. And so this is a beautiful reflection of that. Just helping you come home to that. Yes, I'm a big believer in using lunar astrology because one, it gives you those two checkpoints in the month and then it gives you a mini round the zodiac in a month as well. So that's another big thing there is like even going down to the day, like where the moon and Taurus, earthy on the ladder, the practical sides, what could it be focusing on that area versus Mm -hmm. a time when the moon's in cancer? It's like, okay, this is a time when we can focus more on my intentions on feelings. There's a lot of ways you can do it. You don't have to wait till a certain part of the year. It all cycles through every month. Yeah, that's the way I love it too. It's beautiful for that. Thank you so much, Ash, for your, all of your wisdom here and the insight on how we can work towards overcoming burnout, both looking at practical methods as well as spiritual methods. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about this. I love being able to give these tools to other people. Is there any other wisdom you'd like to share with our audience before you go? Trust yourself. If you're feeling a certain type of way, trust that feeling. Like there's nothing wrong with you. If you're feeling that feeling, it's guiding you to something. So what is it actually guiding yourself to? Trust yourself. That's what I would like to leave everyone here with. Where can people find you online? You can find me at my website, healinghustle.co, or I post daily content on my Instagram talking about all the things we talked about here. I talk about daily astrology. I have something called the full forecast in which I talk about like these new moon and then full moon reflections. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Healing Hustle Co. All right. Great. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. And that wraps up our interview with Ash Burnside, where we discussed managing burnout in a culture of grinding. Let's recap some of the key points that were shared during the conversation. 
First, Ash emphasized the importance of understanding that there are two types of burnout. The first being in the process of burnout, and the second being just done. They mentioned that overwhelming responsibilities and misalignment with personal values and goals are two main factors that can lead to burnout. It's crucial to recognize when we're doing things that are out of alignment with who we are as individuals. Furthermore, Ash talked about the impact of burnout on the body and suggested exploring both conventional and unconventional methods to recover from burnout. The constant pressure of being productive can sever our connection to our sense of self and make the passage of time feel overwhelming. Recovering involves consciously carving out time and space for ourselves to be ourselves. Ash recommended starting with a 10-minute break where we do nothing, not even playing with our phones. This intentional break is meant to avoid being numbed out or distracted by the phone's hypnotic state. It may feel uncomfortable at first, but it's important to affirm that it's okay to do nothing and to take time for ourselves. Along those lines, Ash highlighted the concept of using astrology to mark time and find intention. They suggest following the lunar calendar and paying attention to the phases of the moon. Setting intentions during the new moon and reflecting during the full moon can help create rhythm and provide a less pressurizing way of managing time. Lastly, Ash emphasized the importance of trusting ourselves and our feelings. They encourage listeners to trust that if they're feeling a certain way, it's probably guiding them towards something. Self-trust is key in navigating burnout and finding our own path to recovery. There's so much juicy info. I hope that you found at least one thing that you can use in your day-to-day life. Let's shift to discussing what's coming up episode-wise. On Sunday, July 16th, we're bringing on Yohana Hamzazade, PhD, author of The Psilocybin Connection, to discuss the history of psychedelic use, their suppression within Western culture, and why they're coming back into public awareness in the here and now. On Sunday, July 23rd, we're bringing on Kirsten Weiss to discuss her latest book, The Mysteries of Tarot, and how it fits within her Tea and Tarot mystery series. On that note, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays. Remember, you deserve to take up space in your own life. Burn happens when we don't give ourselves the time and effort to be ourselves, to listen to our bodies, or to do things that gives our souls joy. Even as we live in hustle culture society, it's still possible to slow down and carve out time for ourselves. Start with 10 minutes of just being. Be okay with taking things slowly and leaning on tools that can help you track incremental progress over periods of time. Nature gives us one such tracker, the phases of the moon, and the new moon and full moon are excellent times to reflect and set intentions. Again, I hope that you found wisdom here that you can take into your day-to-day life. With that, have a spiritual AF week. Thank you for joining us for Spiritual AF Sundays. This show is hosted by the Mystic Geek, that's me. Got comments or questions from today's episode? You can either email me at jess at themysticgeek.com or send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes. 
Help others start off their week with a spiritual AF Sunday by sharing this episode with them. Also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts help spiritual seekers find our show. So do the thing. <laughs>